And welcome to another episode of the Morbidly Deceased Podcast. I'm your host, JT McCallum. And I'm Evan Dilworth. And it's October, bitches. <laughs> I know, I'm so excited. Oh my yeah. god, couldn't be more happy. Right? I know, like, it, it's so funny because, like, the moment that it was, like, coming to October, I was just getting so excited. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, there's all these talks of, like, oh, Halloween's canceled. And I'm like, no, I mean, like, you can't cancel a holiday. I'm like... Maybe trick-or-treating isn't the best idea, but, like, you can't cancel, like, Halloween. Christmas. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, this, this is impossible. Exactly. Like, it's a, it's a feeling. You don't have to, especially for adults, like, you, we don't go trick-or-treat. I mean, you have a kid, but, like, yeah. but, like, you know, like, we, you don't even have to have, like, a Halloween party. Like, I was looking up, so I was doing research for something and, like, what they used to do uh, for Halloween, like, back, like, a long time ago. And, like, mm-hmm. they would, like burn these like walnuts and then like if they fell in a certain way it would be like that's who your husband's gonna be and shit and like they would do it on halloween yeah it's really weird and then like uh any single girls would like they'd go in the bathroom and they'd like shut the lights off and look in a mirror and if they saw a skull they'd be dead before they ever got married or like the ghost of their or sorry the face of their future husband was gonna like light up the mirror and shit I'm like what the fuck oh, right it's just so weird but i and i was like man i want to like try like some old school halloween stuff but then it was just bullshit like that and i'm like well what the hell am i supposed to do <laughs> that doesn't seem as fun anymore right exactly exactly so it's pretty funny um anyway so um what have you been up to recently it's been um longer than usual for us to record we're yeah. recording a week later um so what's what's been up what have you been uh, up to and moving yeah stressful 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 <laughs> moving and it's such a pain in the ass but oh, it it's is. all done now thank god that's good and um, i was like oh man i gotta pick like because i couldn't bring all my movies in here just like we didn't have the space for it exactly so i just like curated picked all my favorites and brought them how and hard then, was that <laughs> that was that was rough because <laughs> i had to like shrink down like two thousand plus movies to like a box right I was like, these are my favorites that I'll bring. Right. But then I've already, like, because I had to switch my mailing address, like, I've already accumulated a bunch, too. So I'm like, (laughs) all right, I guess this is how it's going to go now. Right. So I've got enough. I have enough set out for the month, too. And then with Shutter adding, like, a bunch of new things, I'll be good. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, because you used to have like that wall. It was literally like eight <laughs> shelves just covered, for, and then they weren't like low shelves. Like they were like up to your ceiling, pretty much, just covered. Yeah, they're like these. at least half a foot taller than I am, and I'm six six. Right, exactly. So yeah, it's pretty crazy. I'm like, <laughs> I don't, I don't envy you having to do this right now. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, what about you, man? Um, not a whole lot. Um, I've been, so I, I, I left my job uh, recently and then I, I got a job at the movie theaters and it's not like a full-time job. (laughs) I mean, like it, it is Monday to Friday and it is like daytime stuff. So that makes me happy. But then I'm literally just using my extra time to write. Um, I am finishing, um, a horror novella that I'm, I will be putting on Amazon um, soon, like within like a week or two. Um, and then I, I'm also going to be published self publishing, but I am going to be publishing that same book on Amazon as well in uh, soft cover. And my, my only problem though, is that I didn't realize that you had to go through the government <laughs> to, to get your book uh, published kind of because you need the ISBN. um so in canada it's free to get them but in america it's actually pretty expensive but it is like a 10-day process of filing that you have to do um so first things first is i'm I'm gonna uh self-publish the ebook on amazon and then i'm gonna file for the thing and then hopefully the the book will be done by the end of um by the end of october because it is a very halloween centric book and i'm really excited for people to actually uh, read it because it, it was based on on a script that I had written about five years ago yeah. and I was like you know what there's still some juice in this idea I still want to see it um, exist in some form other than just as a script um, and so yeah so I was, I was like I'll turn it into a book so 
That should be coming out very shortly. That's exciting. Yeah. That's very exciting. Yeah, it is. Um, and then I, I also, um, what, what kind of started me to like really focus in on it was I, I self-published a, um, oh yeah. yeah, a kind of werewolf uh, story, and um, I, I put it up for free on Amazon just to see if anyone would be interested in it, and I got three r- really positive reviews um that like meant the world to me where people are like wow that this has sharp writing and 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 it's not like a normal werewolf story and you know like i it's a rare find and i was like holy shit like that that made me feel so good so i'm like fuck it i'll just finish this book and then i'll actually publish it because i was more than halfway done it um but then i kind of gave up on it but like that really um gave me that push that i needed to finish it so i remember when you sent me like the the screenshot of the the reviews and stuff. I was like, Oh my God. I like got super excited for it. So I was like, that's <laughs> right. fucking badass, man. Yeah. To see your own work get like positive reviews out there from total strangers. Exactly. And, and that's why I didn't make a thing to like publish it or like post it on Facebook and be like, Oh, Hey guys, I put, cause like, I didn't want people like that. I knew to comment and be like, wow, five out of five. Like this is the best story I've ever read. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, right. Like I, I don't want that. So yeah. So it really made me happy that people read it and then commented and then liked it. Like that, yeah. that was just, really cool, that is um, very cool. So, so yeah so so that's what i've been up to um wh- what have you been watching recently okay yeah so like every october for like the past this will be the fourth year i do this 31 days of horror marathon mm-hmm. and it's just like i don't really have any set you know structure for it i guess right i just either like i'll do a week of like first time watches or like a week of anthologies or a week of Italian, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So I just like kind of, I was just like, whatever, I'll just, the whole month will just be like random. So um, what was, when was the first Thursday? So I started with um, two anthology movies. Cause I was like, why the hell not? That's like watching eight movies in one. <laughs> right. So I started off with uh, tales from the dark side, the movie. Cause I hadn't seen that in, probably 15 years and i was like all right i'm gonna crack open the new scream factory disc and check it out right it looks really good and like debbie harry's in it and she plays like um this evil witch that's like um the wraparound right she's cooking this little kid so i was like all right right off the bat i'm I'm excited (laughs) for that but then like the stories are really well done i mean uh what is it lot 248 with um christian slater's in it steve buscemi Oh, and wow. Steve Buscemi like um, gets this mummy and he reads his script and it'll go out and do whatever he wants. So he goes off and starts like killing these people. Right. And um, it's just, it's really fun. Cause like, I remember watching like the mummy returns or whatever on like the goosebumps uh, episodes. And I loved those ones. So it, like that kind of brought a little bit of a nostalgia too. Right. But then um, the black cat, which was a screenplay by uh, George Romero. Um, with William Hickey in it. And I really like him. Cause he's just like, he's such a creepy looking old man. <laughs> and then if you've ever seen like, the first puppet master movie, he's in it for probably five minutes. So I was like, fuck, I want him to be in it more, but it's all about like, um, William Hickey's character. Uh, this family brings in this black cat and it starts killing off the people that live in his house. And he's like, he's trying to kill me. And right. he brings in a hitman, and the hitman's like, yeah, sure. Like, what do you want me to do? And he's like, there's a cat. And, and the guy's just like, a cat you, you want me to you put a hit out on a cat and the way William Hickey's just like no 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 this is no ordinary cat this cat like will fuck you up <laughs> and it's just like it is literally cat and mouse and it's just it's really fun and it's really like well written especially for Romero story right and then the last one is Lover's Vow and I don't remember the actor's name but he's like in Mortal Kombat the second one so anyways he's like uh an inspiring artist and he's like painting and all this stuff, but nothing's going for him. And he's just like at the bar having a couple of beers with his buddies and his agents like, listen, I can't represent you anymore because your stuff's not selling. And that's that. Right. So all of a sudden this like gargoyle monster comes out of nowhere and kills the bar owner. And then is like, <laughs> tells the main actor, he's like, listen, I won't kill you as long as you make a promise that you will never tell anybody that you saw me and what I did and you never speak of this again. Right. And the guy's like, what the fuck? And he goes to like, the gargoyle goes to like scratch me. He's like, all right, all right, all right, all right. I won't, I won't 
I won't tell anybody. So then it's like, you know, that same night he meets this girl and um, they just kind of start hanging out. And then it flash forward like 10 years and he's with that same agent again. And this like, it's a really, it's a really solid story. And he's with the agent again and like, they're all friendly and everything. And then he just decides to be like, you know what? I haven't been completely honest with you and we're married and we have two kids and all this stuff. And he's like, I'm going to tell you this, like what I saw. And right off the bat, he's like, yeah, so this gargoyle killed my buddy. <laughs> it's just like, oh, okay. You just kept that from me from like 10 years. <laughs> and then she just kind of goes like, you idiot. You weren't supposed to tell anybody. So, you know, if you haven't seen the movie, I'm sorry, but it's like <laughs> 30 years too late. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then she transforms. And it's like a really cool transformation. It's almost like um, um, Jeff Goldblum in The Fly. Okay. How it just like starts coming through the skin and whatnot. And she's like, you weren't supposed to tell anybody. And now you, you've lost everything. And like, and then the kids come out and they're like little gargoyles. And it's like, it's so like horrendous what's going on. But like at the same time, it's like the kid, the kid gargoyles are like upset and sad. And like, she has to kill him now. And like, she just bites him on the neck and she's upset about it. But it's just like, it's a really well, it's like a love story, but it's like a weird love story. Right. And yeah. And then the wraparound is just um, this kid tricking Debbie Harry and not eating him. And then he kills her. And it's just like, it's a, it's a really fun way to end the movie, but it's um, John Harris directed and okay. he did the score for lover's vow. And it was just, it was fun going back and watching that. And then yeah. I, I had to pair it with creep show and I won't go too <laughs> much into it because creep show is just like, it's a perfect anthology movie. There's not one bad story. I mean, even for they're creeping up on you, like the end, it's yeah. funny because like, it's just this crusty old fucking man. And he's just <laughs> like a high, like a billionaire. And I remember like the, the one that the the wife calls and he's like, yeah, my husband like shot himself. He's like, oh, good. Now I won't have to fire him. And it's just like, <laughs> it's so funny the way he goes about it. But I mean, that all, all those stories are solid. Stephen King is funny as hell in it. And yeah. um, um, Adrian Bobo, and she's such a bitch in it. It's it's just like, it's such, it, there's not much more you can say about it other than it's probably like one of the best anthology movies. For sure. Yeah, like without a doubt, creep show. It, it, it's really it, it's the best anthology. Like it's not even one of. It's like without a doubt the best anthology movie. Yeah. And even like the wraparound for that, Tom Atkins is usually a good like nice guy or like a hard ass cop, but he's just such a prick in this. Yeah. <laughs> to like his son and stuff and it's like crazy. Yeah. And then last night we want uh I showed Amanda for the first time from beyond. Okay. Cause they just added that to shutter and I was like, well, I don't have it and I would not mind watching it. You don't it's have like, from beyond. No, not with me. Oh, okay. I, in, I see. Uh, I was going to say, I'm like, you have like 18 copies of like return of living dead four. Why the fuck don't you have from beyond? <laughs> and that is just like, it's HP Lovecraft, Stuart Gordon, Brian Usna. And it's, you know, Jeffrey Combs, Barbara Crampton, Ken Foray, which is yep. like, he's such a fun, I love his character in that movie. It's so good. He just plays like this cop and he's like, um, when he first meets Jeffrey, he's like, yeah, I'm the crazy. And Ken laughs and he's like, yeah. And, and in college we used to play football and he's like, we were all crazy too. And I was like, it's just a line that I like, I always get a laugh out of. Right. And then I watched him. Um, I finished off with uh, Tom uh mclaughlin's uh one dark night i'm pretty sure okay. his name was i've never seen that it's got meg tilly in it and it's like a supernatural kind of movie she has to get initiated to like this sorority or whatever so she stays in a mausoleum but okay. then weird shit just starts going on it's on Sunday. if you get a chance to check it out it's not bad it's very atmospheric because right. it's in the mausoleum okay and yeah, then I'll yeah check it out i don't exactly know what i'm gonna watch tonight and so right. yelling outside and you're gonna hear fucking bah, 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 probably. <laughs> so i apologize for that <laughs> it's all good <laughs> what about you have you watched anything have yeah you... actually i've had a pretty horror centric couple weeks oh, um good. so uh to start out um this wasn't something that i watched but something that i played um the um the game Bendy and the Ink Machine. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I I've had it on the Switch now for like almost 
almost two years and I've never played it. And Montana was like, when are you going to open that? And I'm like, fuck it. You know what? Like I, I bought it for 12 bucks. Cause I'm like, you know what? At some point I'm going to want to play this. Yeah. And then it just never came up. And then I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll try it out. And it's actually pretty effective. Yeah, um, like, um, uh, Brayden, my, my stepson. Yeah. He loves Bendy and he was watching it before I even knew what it was. So I just randomly bought it on Xbox and we played it and it's got like some, it's got some creepy things in it. Yeah. And some pretty good jump scares actually. Yeah. Where I was like, Oh shit. Like when, when like the, the ink monsters first come out, like I wasn't oh, expecting yeah. that. Like I was just walking by this puddle of ink and then out of nowhere, there's just some guy that comes crawling out and slapped by him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, oh, I was man. just like, Holy shit. Like I wasn't expecting it because like, I was expecting something more akin to like a Five Nights at Freddy's, which I'm not a fan of, where it's just like mm-hmm. horror for kids. Uh, it's yeah. obviously popular, but it's just like it didn't appeal to me. So I was like, well, maybe it's going to be like that, but it's actually not at all. No, it's, so, it's, yeah, it's, I was kind of surprised. I get, I get some enjoyment out of that game too. Right. <laughs> um, and then, um, let's see, we watched a fair amount of stuff. Um, so I, I forget if we had recorded by then or not, but um, my sister and I in Montana watched uh, Return of the Living Dead 3 oh, yes, for the first time. I don't think we have. Okay, yeah, we definitely didn't talk about it. Um, so I, I've i been a fan of that, well, of the first movie for since I was about 13, 14. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I hadn't seen any of the sequels because I'd always heard that they were terrible. Um, and then uh, recently, within the past year or so, I watched return of the living dead part two with my sister and then we were like this is actually really fun like why do people hate this movie like yeah. this is a lot of fun and um and then she's like okay well now i want to watch part three and i'm like i don't know part three like i've always heard like really bad things and then <laughs> so i was like if i ever find it like we'll watch it and then of course tubi has it so we ended up sitting down we're like all right we're gonna watch part three and we did and we're like you know what this actually isn't terrible yeah no it part three Especially because it's, it's directed by Brian Usna, it's like I'm already there for it. Right, he's good. He's a good director. He produces a lot of this stuff, and um, yeah, part three has some some good stuff in it. And it's like the characters you don't really give all that much. Like I don't really give a shit about any of them, but it's just a fun movie to watch. Right. I mean, the only time I think I was like, oh, that sucks, is like the the bridge man like the homeless guy oh yeah just like oh that kind of fucking sucks like he didn't do anything and he just dragged into this i was like well fuck man i (laughs) leave him alone (laughs) right for sure but then like you see him he's he's like fully zombified and he's like in that metal exosuit that they were building like the government's trying to build this this new way to like use them in war and whatnot yeah and uh jesse or whatever his name is, I forget. I think it's I Jesse. <laughs> but he's got like the coin that he gave him when he was alive, and he shows him the coin. He's like, "Do you remember?" And then you just see him kind of do like this caveman look, and he's like, Arr. and then right. he just, like, opens the door for him. Yeah, he's like, "Thanks." He's like, Arr. "I'm like, oh, okay, good." Right. He's not an asshole zombie. He's a good zombie. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I we really liked it actually. Like, it's not like a great like the first one is a great movie. Oh yeah, the second one's a lot of fun and. It, it was kind of like a mix of the two. It was a lot cheesier than I expected it to be, oh, like more man. so than two. Um, but still fun, like still very enjoyable. Um, well, I probably won't get much farther in that series because I feel like that's where it really takes a dive. Four and five are shot back to back, and they look horrible. And I've never seen them, but like there is a part of me that just wants to watch them because out I'm, of like, morbid curiosity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just like they look so fucking stupid and bad. I'm like, yeah. I may either really end up regretting it and hating myself or i'll just have fun ripping the movie apart well um i found i think it's part four on youtube like the oh, whole movie yeah. and i posted it on my instagram because i was dying of laughter because you know how like when you like hover your mouse over like a video and it shows you like a couple clips from it yeah so it was this guy stepping out of the car and he like waves at this girl and the girl looks, she's riding a bike and she waves at him and then she gets hit by a car and then it just cuts to his face and he's like cowering in fear and he's like crying and I'm like, oh my God, this movie looks so dumb. Oh God. Yeah, it was really brutal and I just started laughing. <laughs> like it's it's so ridiculous. I, um, part two is like, it's so on, like it feels very much like part one. 
but yes. it's just so fun. And I love Doc. Oh my god, he's <laughs> so funny. Yes. Oh, he's, he's probably my favorite thing about that movie. Just the yeah. shit he says. Yeah. <laughs> I was uh, there's one part where like the other zombie doctor's in the in the doorway and he's looking at him, he's like, Harry. Yeah, 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 from, like, the party that we had. And he's like, how are you doing? And he's just, like, so oblivious and has no idea what's going on. Yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah. Um, okay, so then I also watched, um, I showed Montana The Fog for the first time. Um, oh, my God, that's exciting. He, she wasn't a huge fan of it, unfortunately. Halfway through the movie, she was like, this is kind of slow. And I'm like, yeah, but it's kind of good, isn't it? She goes, yeah, but it's just slow. Oh, oh my God. (laughs) I can see where she's coming from. Yeah. But but, like at the same time, I'm like, it's so good, though. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's honestly and this is kind of sacrilegious to say, but this was only the third time I've ever seen that movie. No, like, okay. I I didn't grow up with the fog or anything. Like I really only first watched it like I think two September's ago, and that was yeah. the first time I ever watched it. So, and but like I, it's not like a movie that I could watch all the time and still get enjoyment from it. But like when I put it on, I'm like, damn, this is a really good movie and like creepy. Like the atmosphere in it oh. is so good. Very, very, very creepy. Yeah. yeah, like I don't watch it a lot. There's specific times I'll probably watch it like this month or like when it's been a while and i haven't watched it in in an october i'll I'll throw it on right but it's just like i remember watching it i was probably i was a teenager so anywhere from like 13 to 16 and i remember just like loving it and i wasn't like bored out of uh, like of it or anything it was just like holy this is like a really good ghost story right and it's just when you finally do when shit hits the fan like for real it's like, all right, here we go. And it just, like, it doesn't stop because the fog's constantly chasing after, like, them. And right. um, the whole, like, uh, being stuck in the radio tower and, like, the anxiety and, like, claustrophobic feeling that you get because it's, like, you can't go far in there. It's either you go up or down, and you can't right. go down because they're at the door. Right. So it's just, like, oh, it gets tense. And, and then she has to... Yeah, and then she has to watch the fog roll in on her son's house, like where her oh, son and the yeah. babysitter are, right? And, she's, and like, she's like, if you could hear me, leave the house, yeah. <laughs> right? And like, then it's like <laughs> Atkins and, and, and Curtis are just like, all right, let's go quick. Yeah. And there's that part where it's just like, that gets intense too, where they're like breaking down the little boy's door and yeah. then Tom just breaks the window. He's like, come on! Yeah. And then as soon as he gets to Tom, the door like opens. I'm like, oh, fuck, get out of there. Yeah. But yeah, that, um, I, 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 it's... I like it. And yeah, it's true. You can see where it is a bit slow, but I think it's effective. Yeah, me too. Um, and I love the score. It's so good. Oh. Like the theme very, song very for it? Like it, it's Car- Carpenter at his best. Like, yeah. Um, and then oh, what know. else did I watch? I no, watched, I agree with that. I watched um, Bag of Bones, the Stephen King one. Oh, yeah, with um, Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, because I read the book, and I really liked the book. And then at Walmart, they have the six-film Stephen King collection for, like, 10 bucks, And I was like, fuck it. Like, I want to see Bag of Bones. And then I get uh, Christine in that as well and Stand By Me. And I'm like, fuck it. Like, that's those three movies alone are worth the price. So, <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, I didn't know that Mick Garris directed it, though. Mick Garris? did a lot of like Stephen King stuff especially for TV like he did The Stand yeah um, he did uh, Bag of Bones and Bag of Bones is like I think kind of his return to it because I think I could be wrong but like he did Sleepwalkers which was in the 90s yeah and then I'm not Silver sure Bullet he, too yeah Silver Bullet yeah but Bag of Bones is really good and I remember watching the premiere where you had to wait fucking each week on right. A&E Right, <laughs> and I remember really enjoying it. I thought it was like a lot of fun, and it was good to see um, Pierce in something like that because yeah. you, know, you think of him, you just automatically think of 007. Exactly. And I was like, this is so much better than no shitty movies anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else did I watch? I think- oh, and then last night we watched um, Doctor Sleep again. Oh, right on. Yeah, um, that's a solid movie. Yeah, and. Honestly, I will never watch the theatrical cut again because the director's cut is so superior to it. See, I haven't watched it yet. And I the director's watch cut? It. 
Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Oh my god, dude. It makes the movie so much better. Like, if you enjoy the theatrical one, the the director's cut, you'll be like, holy shit, there's like 25 minutes of the movie that was missing that like makes it so much better. And it's Mike Flanagan too, and I love his work. Like, he adapts King so well. Yeah. And, um, like, The Haunting of Hell House, I was like, oh, fuck, I was blown away by that. Right. And season two comes out, uh, what is it, next week on the 8th? I'm is so, it? Oh, yeah. Wow. I'm so excited for it. Yeah, Montana's really... I, I wasn't a huge fan of Haunting of Hill House, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah, no, um, but, you know, like... Um, but, yeah, like, Montana's really excited for it because um, that was, like, one of her favorite shows when it first came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the book. I still haven't read the book, but, but I'm pretty sure it's, like, nothing to do with it. It, like, adapts, like, the, like, premise, but, like, the mm. premise only. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. it doesn't... It's not the same as, like, something like Doctor Sleep where it takes exact things, elements from the story. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, and then um, I've actually been reading a fair amount of stuff. Um, you still have to read Living Dead because it's yeah, fucking great, dude. Now <laughs> that I'm all moved and I don't have to worry about that shit, I can actually start reading it more, and I'm excited about that. Perfect, because there's a chapter in it, and I'm like, I didn't know that I needed this until I read it, and it's it's an entire chapter told from the perspective of someone that just turned into a zombie. That's so cool. It is, it's dude. I've so ne- cool. I've never read something about zombies, like especially that chapter that has like been so gripping. Like it was such a good chapter that I I like just keep reading that chapter over and over again because I'm like, damn, this is so cool. <laughs> like this alone could just be like a short story. Like that's how strong it is. That's that's actually really good. Yeah, I can't wait till you get to that part because I'm like, holy shit! Like I I want to talk about this with Evan so bad. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah. I'll I'll start reading it and get to it as soon as I can because okay, I'm, I'm really excited to hear it. Good, read it, and hear it. Um, and then I've also been reading. Uh, well, I've been listening to um, uh, Joe Hill, uh, Stephen King's son. He wrote a book called Heart Shaped Box. Oh yeah, and um, it's like a horror thing where this where this uh, old musician. Uh, he used to be like a rock star and then he's into like creepy occult stuff. And then he buys a ghost on eBay basically. <laughs> and then, oh, really? yeah, because it's like this like old suit and they're like, yeah, the suit comes with the ghost. And then he goes, Oh, quit. Like the, this is cool. Like I'll, I'll bid on this. And then, so he buys it for like $3,000 and then um, <clears throat> he gets the suit. And then of course he gets haunted and it's, 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 it's a pretty cool <laughs> story actually. Um, I'm not I'm not done cool. I'm not done reading that yet though. Um but then I also read uh well halfway through it. It's a short story also by Joe Hill. Um but it's I forget the the full title cuz it's kind of long but it's Bobby something comes again or something. And it's it's a love yeah. story told on the set of the Dawn of the Dead set. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, it's and like it's so cool because like it's two zombie extras on the set of Dawn of the Dead. And they, like, used to be friends in high school. And, like, during the book, like, he's talking about how, like, they were made up by Tom Savini and, like, George Romero talks to them and tells them how to be a zombie and stuff. And it's so cool. That is actually sounds really neat. Yeah, exactly. But, like, it's not about Dawn of the Dead, but it's just, like, they're just two zombies on the set. So it's pretty cool. I'm going to have to to look into that now because that does yeah. sound really cool yeah um yeah but but that's that's what i've been up to so <laughs> well something very important that i forgot to bring up and i don't know how until now but october 1st the city of pittsburgh oh yeah announced that uh george romero day yes like how fucking cool is that that is so cool yeah. i remember i was at work and I was reading it and I just like, I got, I just got chills and I just got so excited. And I was like, man, that's, he just deserves that. And it's just, he's, oh, I'm just so happy. And I was like, fuck yeah, it is. Yeah. Right. Like, that's so cool. Um, and then for it to be October 1st, which of course is the release of Night of Living Dead. Like yeah, that's just, that, it's such a good way to commemorate them. Yeah, I, I I was very happy with that. I I couldn't wait. I remember. I think I messaged you. I can't. I, 
Yes. I was like, oh my yes. God. I was like, this is so cool. <laughs> um, and then speaking of things that happened on October 1st, why don't you take over with this other bit of good news? Is this, um, what's it called? The drink. Deadly Grounds? Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so yeah, Deadly Grounds uh, in Curtis, Ontario, Canada. Um, I was talking with Brad, who works there and is a co-owner and all that stuff. And I was like, listen, I'm, I kind of want to surprise JT. And I was wondering if we could do a drink. He's like, yeah, yeah, that sounds fucking cool. Like, we'll we'll set something up. And just because, like, all this shit going on, I was kind of, we just kind of didn't meet up and we just talked through uh, uh, Messenger and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we got, like, a drink made that's called the uh, the Morbidly Deceased. And it's that's so um, cool. <laughs> it's a latte. It's a candy corn latte. And I was just like, man, that is so fucking cool. I was like, <laughs> we have a drink after yeah. the podcast. And, like, if anybody listening who's, like, in that area, around that area, go and grab one because it's only around for the month. And, like, even after that, keep going there because they deserve, you know, all the support more than fucking Tim Hortons and <laughs> all that other shit. Like, and, it's a, and it's a cool place run by cool people. Yeah, it's literally, like, a horror-themed cafe. And right. Who the hell doesn't want that? Right. Like, Who the hell listening to the show wouldn't want that? <laughs> right. <laughs> doesn't want to be in that like, exactly that environment. Like the their coffee table has Jason Voorhees in it. And I don't mean yeah, on it, I mean cool. in it. So <laughs> And I'm pretty sure I think my buddy was saying that they have uh the Elvira pinball machine there now maybe i i'm not sure it's just recently because they own another place and it's called eight bit beans and it's an arcade yes and my buddy was there not too long ago and he's like yeah they moved the elvira one there if it is there i don't know but i that's cool too because you yeah. can get a coffee and play some and, elvira. and even there though um they also have like the um the super nintendo classic like in the oh, corner yeah. that you can just play you know what i mean like it, it's not like just like yeah. horror stuff like they do have like video games there to play too and it's cool because when you first walk in there's like a tv to the right and they've always got something horror related playing i yeah. remember one of the first times i went in there they had like the toxic crusaders on right and i was like holy shit i haven't seen this cartoon in so long yeah and then you just like every time i go in it's either, it's something new and like i remember that had night playing one time they had adam's family playing yep. it's just it's it's so cool it's such a cool environment it is i love that place and then last time i was in there um they were playing uh the song um tonight we'll make love till we die from return oh Street yeah <laughs> and i'm just standing there and, and like it's it's so weird because like you're, you're in a place and you're like i feel like this whole place is made just for me you know <laughs> what i mean it's yeah. like you you're like ah here's my tribe like i finally found you free my people <laughs> yeah right <laughs> exactly so that's so funny because like if I was to own a cafe, regardless of it, if it was horror themed or not, like I would be playing like that same type of shit, like have night on the TV. No, yeah, playing exactly. the soundtrack, right? So, yeah, it's just so cool so that I'm like, a, oh, someone else has done this. <laughs> yeah, so big shout out to Deadly Grounds and Brad for doing that for us because that is really cool, and I we like we both just appreciate it so much. So thank you very much, Brad. Yes, thank you so much, Brad. We greatly appreciate you and everything you've done and all the support that you've given us. And yeah, like constantly. all the shout outs and, you know, like it, Brad's been great. Yeah, it's been it's been awesome. And it's cool that we get to like kind of do something with somebody who's like minded and oh, yeah, the genre just as much as we do. It, for sure. Um, last time I was in there, actually, um, I met Tony for the first time. Yeah, I remember you saying that. That's yeah, cool. and, and, and that was cool because uh, we, we were waiting for our drinks to be made and then there's just some guy dancing. And then Brad's like, have you two met in, in real life yet? And then he's like, uh, who is this? And then I'm like, oh, JT. He goes, oh, I'm Tony. He goes, it's really nice to meet you. So it was, it was really cool. to was cool. You know, he's like, like another another big supporter too. Oh, for sure. It's Brad and Tony that are our main <laughs> supporters. <laughs> oh, man, that's too funny. <laughs> and we'll do another big piece of uh, news before we go into our rundown of our October events. Mm-hmm. 
Um, a year. Yes. We've been doing this podcast for a year. Yeah. And it's been really fun. And it doesn't feel like a year. No. Nope. And I mean, I don't even, what episode are we on now? Uh, I think this is 18. So no. we didn't do as many as we hoped. We, we were kind of hoping to have 25 by the end of, of our first year. But oh, well. <laughs> Yeah, but still, like we've like eighteen is solid. I think. Yeah, especially because we had to deal with coronavirus too in the middle of it. Yeah, (laughs) that was bullshit. Yeah, (laughs) it's it's been it's been really fun because like I remember when we first talked about it, and you were like, "Yeah, I've been wanting to do that." And I was like, "Man, that's fucking cool!" Because we both listened to Shockwaves, and we would talk about that, and yeah, then. When we finally decided to do our own, I was like so pumped and so excited. And I remember like before we even started recording, we were like sitting there giggling like fucking schoolgirls because we're like, <laughs> oh man, this is so exciting. And they're like, all right, all right, all right. We'll hit record. But then we'd start being like, oh man, I'm so excited. It's yeah. Just, it was really funny, but it's like, it's really cool that we've we've been doing this for a year now. Yeah. Um, it's it just... It's weird how shockwaves doesn't exist anymore, but we do. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I know. Right? <laughs> like, fuck. I know. It's, uh, yeah, all that shit is crazy, but. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, like, Elric and Rebecca are going to be doing a show. Oh, um, really? Yeah, that's what I heard. What about Ryan Turek? Because he was, like, one of the main people that I really enjoyed from that show. Yeah, I think he just kind of, like, backed away from the whole thing because he's like nope this is crazy and like he's obviously like a big uh up on the the food chain at blumhouse so i think for sure it's best for him to just kind of walk away from it and be like okay i can't do this anymore because i gotta focus on this yeah still unfortunate that that whole situation and let's talk about some disappointing news because fucking halloween would have been opening uh, <laughs> in what 10 days yeah for christ's sake oh yeah the baby's that's, crying. oh i heard that <laughs> <laughs> the She's baby's crying. crying because halloween got delayed a year <laughs> yeah what a time for that to happen she's like yeah halloween is, is not coming out in 10 days and he's here i know I, that's exactly how i felt when i first um i did hear though that we might be getting a trailer but oh well i mean like oh. i don't know i don't know i'm so up in the air about everything about all that stuff right now like i i understand why they're waiting a year but i don't know oh yeah like i don't know like my my entire uh thought process on the whole thing changes constantly and sometimes i'm like yeah they're making the right decision and other times i'm like well i mean what if it's not better by next year you know what I mean? Like, what if what if we're yeah. in the exact same position that again. we're in this year, and then we we delay the movie mm-hmm. for what? Yeah, you know, like and I, I think know. like <laughs> it's like not just Corona, but like because of how popular uh, the 2018 one was and how much money it made. I'm like, I think that's a big thing. Like, we should wait. But, but also, at the same time, though, is do you think though that they wouldn't make that money if they were to like put it on, like? I don't know, some sort of streaming something. Well, that's like the like new movies are still coming out. Like Tenant is out. Right. I mean, I know it's not the best situation, but I yeah. mean, see, cause like some sort of limited theatrical run right now. Yeah. And a full blown release next year. Right. Like my, my fear is that the movie is just not good. You know what I mean, though? It's like, because, like, no, but, like, <laughs> you have situations, like, I, yeah. obviously, like, like Tenet's different, but, like, they released it. And, like, they were, like, fuck you, yeah. like, we don't care. And it's so funny because everyone's, like, Tenet only made $2 million in America. It's, like, well, there's only, like, four theaters open in America. So $2 million yeah. compared to that amount of theaters is pretty damn good. So, well, the thing is, if Blumhouse can fucking push out the craft... That's what Onto I'm saying. VOD, That's what I'm Halloween saying. Halloween is like way more popular, and That's I think, what I'm... I, yeah, no, it could. I think it could do well, but at the same time, I want that theater experience as of well. Of course, of course. But if it had to be anything, I'd still want to watch it because that would fucking that would absolutely make my, this whole year <laughs> would so be much better. better. They're just like, you know what? 
We'll put it out right now. Yeah. Um, that would actually be insane. You know what, what, what would be weird as shit is if, um, like, okay, what, what do movies do? Do they acknowledge the coronavirus going forward or not? Because, like, how do you have, like, okay, so let's say that they have, like, Halloween uh, ends, okay? And what if that takes place yeah. in, like, 2020? So how, how do you do yeah. Halloween 2020 and not talk about the coronavirus? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how, how does that, how do movies and books and stuff address the issue or well, do they uh, look totally random but like the connors got renewed for season three or whatever right and i was reading like they're gonna recognize that the coronavirus is is here because there's an episode where they work in a factory or whatever and they got the face shields and the face mask and all that stuff so i'm like they're bringing it into you know a tv show that's right. gotta be pretty big yeah <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 just weird. Like the whole situation. Yeah, and then everything about Halloween kills. I I'm just wondering if they're not totally confident in the movie, which is definitely a possibility. Oh yeah, that's it could be. And I hope that's not the situation, but <laughs> I don't want to talk too badly about it because I, I remember just like I I remember seeing the teaser and was like, holy fuck JT, holy fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I wasn't like too impressed by it. And I was just like, I don't know if we can be friends anymore. <laughs> I was just, I don't know. I was just so excited to see something finally. Right. But I was yeah, just but like, we oh, should have seen a full trailer. We should be, yeah, going. I know. We should be prepping ourselves to see Halloween kills. Well, that's what I'm like. I'm hoping that they release the trailer in 10 days. Like, just don't say anything about it. Just boom, here it is. Right. Because that'll cause excitement and I think kind of bring it back into the spotlight. But so, yeah, I hope we get it this month. We have to. What would your feelings be if they said, um, if they showed the trailer, if they didn't warn anyone it was going to drop just out of nowhere, Halloween trailer, and then it was like on VOD October 13th? What would you do? I would shit a brick. <laughs> I think it's like I'd be upset because I want to see in the theater like that experience, but at the right. same time, I'd be like, fuck, I'd still get to see it, and I couldn't be more excited for it. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> Here's a complete hypothetical. If they were like, we're only booking uh, 100 Halloween super fans to watch it, like to have like a special exclusive link oh. to watch it this October, how much would you be willing to pay for it? I don't know, man. I, <laughs> it'd be hard. Right? I would. That would probably be like the one time where I would pirate. Just because I know somebody would probably do that and like record it or something, I would download the fuck out. What if what if they couldn't though? Like what what if it was like then I honestly they had to go like, to a location? <laughs> have you seen like when people come off of drugs, how crazy they look and they're like itching their arms and stuff? Yes. That would be me. That would be me in a room and I'd be like, Oh, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> Not enough. This is bullshit. You guys are toying with me now. Yeah. And then you I'd be so mad oh, from my. those hundred people too. Like I, like I, I'd there. honestly, I'd probably, I'd turn off Instagram. I'd turn off Facebook for a year. I'd get my news some other way. I don't think I'd be able to, I, as much as I'd want to know about it, I don't want to know anything about it. Right. That's fair. Cause I remember, uh, I remember um, YouTube had the little countdown before the 2018 trailer and I right. watched it. And I, for like the whole minute and a half or whatever, just chills throughout my body. I was so excited. And I right. know I'm going to get that way because like, I think I told you this. My theory is like, it's all in the same night. The trilogy is all one night. Right. And I'm pretty sure that's what they're going to do with it. Cause like literally it's picking up right at the end of this one. Yeah. And then we're going to have to see how this one ends and then we'll see where it goes from there with ends. Because I, I honestly think that's how it's going to play out. Do you think that Halloween Kills is just going to take place in a hospital all night? I don't think it's going to be all night, but I think it is going to be there. Kind of uh, similar uh, similar to um, Rob Zombie when he had like the little dream. Right. Like it was in the hospital. It was quick. I know it was just a dream, but still, I think they might go that route. But if they do do the whole hospital thing all night, there's a couple things. It'll be Jamie lee curtis with her normal hair not some fucking <laughs> stupid wig right. that you can just tell is just so fake <laughs> but then like nowadays there's like bigger hospitals it's more advanced than what it was in like the 80s so that could play into it so it'll be a bigger hospital with more places to go more places to shoot and i mean i kind of i i know you're not a fan of part two mm -hmm. but like i like the whole idea of like 
um, continuing the same kind of idea. So like right. one and two, that's one night. And I love that because you can just throw it on. It's like, okay, I'm still watching it. Even though things, certain things change. Right. I'm still kind of watching that same. You're, you're still watching the same event unfold. Right. Well, I'd like that, but if they do it with this one, I'd, it, it might work. Maybe they do it a bit better than what they did in 81. Right. Um, Maybe they'll be like, we are brother and sister. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> I would honestly, I think I'd laugh so hard. I would laugh so hard <laughs> if, if they, <laughs> if they've made the whole point to be like, no, it's, it's taking place right after one because we don't want that. And then in this one, they're like, no, they are brother and sister. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> You guys are related. Okay, so so we're going to get into this in a bit, but um, I watched Halloween 2018 again recently, and there's a line that bothers me because I don't understand what the hell it means. Um, So when they're walking to school... Yeah, oh my God. (laughs) I knew you were going to bring this up. Do you know which part I'm talking about? I'm pretty sure it's when they're like, oh, yeah, isn't it, you know, supposed to be his brother or whatever? Right. So, yeah. so then she says, she says, no, that's just something people made up to make themselves feel better. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, couldn't you have just said it's just some people made it up and then just stop yeah. it with that? What, like, why would that, how does that make it, people feel better? <laughs> oh, they're family related? Okay. Right. I, get, like, I, I don't understand. understand. It's like, no, that that makes absolutely no sense. What right. Like, okay, so like, okay, <laughs> listen to this for a second. Um Charles Manson and Sharon Tate were brother and sister. Does that make you feel better? <laughs> you, you know what? I, like it doesn't affect any it's like who the fuck cares? Like yeah, how would that make you feel? I, I don't know. I just never understood that line. And I'm just like, it's I don't know. Um it, it's very weird. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's get into what our plans are for October because we have a slate yes. of shit that we're going to be doing. Yeah. Okay, so, well, obviously today was just kind of like, like a bit of a catch-up episode, talk about what we've been doing, you know, uh, bring up the drink anniversary and the Romero stuff. But then it's pretty much going to be a breakdown of October because there's only – but we would only do four episodes normally. We're going to do five this month. So instead of every, you know, three weeks, we're going to do, we're going to have one every week discussing uh, all things Halloween franchise, which is very exciting because we both, for the most part, really like it. There's a couple shitty ones that I'm sure we'll go off on when (laughs) we come to that and talk about it. But I mean, like, I'm so excited for it because like, our next episode, we're going to do um, just like a fun commentary track for the original, which is going to be a lot of fun because, I mean, we haven't done anything like that. It's something new. I know commentary isn't new, but like it's just like two random guys who like the movie that much. Right. Just gonna talk about it. So that's going to be fun as it is. And then um, episode three, we're going to break down um, – just go into like uh, parts two to six, which, you know, have some, I think, of our favorite sequels. I like two. We both like three. Uh, I don't mind four, but, you know, you don't like it, but I like five. So do you. Yeah. And then six, I absolutely love. Yeah. So and I, I like six. About. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. And then we'll do. Um, uh, what the fuck is it? <laughs> uh, well. <laughs> Then we'll do another, it's going to be like another breakdown from H2O on. And then for uh, the last episode, which will be released on Halloween, we're going to do a commentary track for the 2018 uh, Halloween film, which will be fun too, because that just has so much stuff we can compare it to, to the first one and then talk about new things with it. And I think it's going to be really good. Yeah, for sure. I'm so excited for this season. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a lot of fun, and it, like it's already a lot of fun. I mean, like I'm so excited for today, this episode and stuff. So right, it's gonna be very good. Yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, do you have anything else to add, or should we wrap it up? Get out to Deadly Grounds. 
Yeah, yes, absolutely. What are we getting in there? What's in the drink? Because I've been messaged a whole lot and everyone's like, what what exactly is in it? And I'm like, ah, candy corn? And I'm like, I don't know what else. So So, what what is it? That's like, I told him, I was like, I want to do something like Halloween, obviously. So I know it's candy corn. And I let I let Brad, I was like, you know, do what you want with it. Just put that hint of candy corn in it and give it that, you know, like that Halloween. Like when I drink it, I'll definitely think Halloween. Like Right. So it's kind of a surprise, I guess. <laughs> Perfect. But it's it's just like I can't it's not gonna taste bad. No, for sure. And the, the last the last time I was in there, even Brad was like, I have the candy corn. He's like, do you want me to make one for you? And I'm like, not right this second. I'm like, I want to order it like when it's actually fall. And October. yeah, I know. I, th- I think I'm going to try. We're going to try and go today. I want to grab Oh, yeah. yeah I really want to grab Make sure you take a picture because that'll be awesome. Yeah, I will. Yeah, that's will super cool. Sure. All right. Well, um, thank you, Evan, for sitting down and talking today. Yeah, um, fun. It, yeah, it was nice to to get an episode in. Um, like I said, we missed last week, but that's okay. Life happens, and Zoom is so easy and accessible. And no, I know we need to find a, a new permanent home for us to record at because uh, yeah. our our current place, well, our last place is is gone now. We can't go to it anymore. So, so we'll, we'll figure it out. Um, we'll probably do the. Um, the commentary tracks at like my place or something. And then maybe we'll head to yours for like the actual episodes or something. We'll, we'll figure it out. Going yeah. Forward. We'll get it all worked out. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. Well, uh, thank you uh, for everybody for listening. Um, yes. Thank you so much. Yes. Um, for a whole year now, <laughs> people have been listening, yeah. which is pretty cool. Um, uh, I have been your host, JT McCallum. And I'm Evan Dilworth. And have a spooky day.